Welcome to the Modernizer Die Podcast, CFML News Edition, where we keep you up to date with everything going on in the Cold Fusion community. We'll share the latest news on events, releases to engines, frameworks, libraries, and tools, as well as spotlighting quality content from the community. Welcome to Modernizer Die CFML News Edition. It's episode 127, November 30th, 2021. And I'm joined by a new host today, Daniel Garcia. Welcome, Daniel. Hello. Well, uh, yeah, we've had uh, quite a few hosts on the show over the years, but we decided to mix it up a little bit and introduce you to a few more. But before we tell you too much more about Daniel, let's get into thanking our sponsors. So we, first, we want to thank Auto Solutions. They're the makers of Coldbox, Mindbox, Forgebox, Testbox, and almost every other box out there. And a few ways to say thanks back to Auto Solutions. You can like and subscribe to our videos on YouTube. You can subscribe to our podcast on your podcast apps and leave us a review. You can sign up for a free or paid account in CFCast, which is releasing new content every week. Or you can buy Ortis's new book, 102 Coldbox HMVC Quick Tips and Tricks on Gumroad. I actually just read this book this week, Gavin, and it's really good. Uh, lots of good info in there. I highly recommend it. Yeah. So it's not necessarily new anymore, but uh, it's been out for a while now. But uh, yeah, a lot of people have really enjoyed it. And uh, there's a lot of good tips in there that even, you know, someone who uses it every day, uh, you know, Coldbox, you still may learn a thing or two. So there's always something more to learn. So very cool. And uh, we also want to thank our Patreon supporters because without them, this podcast wouldn't be possible. So we have 38 patrons giving us 98% of the funding for this podcast right now. Uh, you can find out more on our Patreon site. And for those watching, I'm going to share my screen as well. See, so we have a few different packages, box supporter, bronze supporter, silver supporter, and we'll tell you about some of the perks a little later on in the episode. But uh, thank you to all the Patreon supporters. You guys really help us out. Okay, so news and events. Well, the first thing is we got a new host. So Daniel, you want to tell us a little bit about yourself so uh, some people might know where they might have seen you before or, or why you're even here. Sure, absolutely. Thank you, Gavin. Uh, first of all, Hello, everyone. I'm actually very excited, as Gavin can probably tell you, probably more excited than I should be, but I'm extremely excited to be here. I am a senior developer at Order Solutions. I'm joining the company this year. Um, I've been working with ColdFusion since 1999, so a long time. Um, been working with Coldbox since about 2014, um, way back in version 3.8 days. Um, I used to run the Chicagoland Thug. I am based in the Chicagoland area, and you may have seen me at some different conferences over the years, most recently at Into the Box, um, where I gave a presentation. Very cool. And that's good enough for now, probably. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, like I said, uh, yeah, I was excited to have Daniel Garcia join the team, and uh, yeah, it's good to have uh, our, our team growing, but also the community, and so we wanted to share some uh, fresh blood and some fresh faces in the podcast, and that way we get a few different opinions. We can't always have Brad's opinion, you know, <laughs> we got to share it around. But uh, yeah, so thanks Good for opinions, uh, though. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, so we're just sharing around <laughs> a little more. So you'll see Daniel, uh, you know, basically we're going to try and mix it up a little bit. So you'll probably see the host like once or twice a month. So, okay, well, let's get into the news. So big news this week is Into the Box Latam is actually this week. So uh, it's virtual, and we'll tell you a little bit more in the conference section, but it's later this week. We have several other conferences that are going on right now, but uh, 
those that have joined us thanks for actually coming in and uh watching us today but we'll tell you a little bit more about that soon too and then cf summit is next week so next week cf summit um it's going to be actually on the same day as the podcast so we're going to skip the podcast next week because we'll be at the conference so just a reminder uh we won't be here but we'll see you at cf summit virtually online okay so we'll tell you about both of those in the conference section here shortly but first up Let's talk a little bit about Event of Code, which starts tomorrow, because tomorrow is December 1st. So Advent of Code, we, we talk about it every year. I know Eric gets really excited about it, and uh, he always says it's great for command box task runners. You can write these little uh, task runners to solve these programming puzzles, and that's what the Event of Code is. It's basically a puzzle every day until Christmas, and they're usually pretty small. Uh, they get more complicated as you go, but it's a great little, uh, you know, competition or a little test of yourself and people like them because you can try other languages so command box task runners is a great way to run them um, but a lot of people use them to try out different languages too so apparently eric might be trying rust this year um, but i thought that was pretty adventurous so anyway so i think it's a, a pretty cool little thing i'm going to share my screen for those watching so adventofcode.com is where it's at have you ever tried it daniel you know i haven't um, I feel like I've heard of this before, people blogging about it and posting it, but I've never actually tried it. So from what I understand, please correct me if I'm wrong, but you don't actually need a CS degree to participate, just a little programming knowledge and some problem-solving skills will probably get you pretty far. Um, apparently, you don't need a fancy computer. Every problem has a solution that completes pretty quickly. Um, so it looks really interesting, actually, and um, I'm kind of excited to look at it this year. Yeah, I always look at the first few and then I get busy because December's busy and everything. But, <laughs> you know, they have some examples. It's kind of like a code carter for those who have, uh, you know, done the code carters. And, and so it's that sort of thing. Um, and, you know, basically people, you know, have a whole lot of questions. And as I said, some people do actually stream their solution, but they just don't want people to do that until uh, later, basically. So if you record your solving it, that's cool. Try not to stream it right away. Um, but... Yeah, I always thought these were kind of kind of fun, and yeah, they'll be being releasing them basically one a day until Christmas. So uh, check it out, and then uh, I think there's probably a Slack channel somewhere we can uh, discuss them or whatever. Just again, don't give away the the solutions to those, but uh, adventurecode.com, um, and I'm sure we'll have a somewhere in the the box team Slack if somebody wants to talk about it. Maybe Eric, you want to start a channel, and we can uh, pump people into there for people want to check it out be kind of cool That'd to see cool. yeah what languages people are going to try and use it to solve it with as well i do like seeing the different uh solutions so that's always pretty neat okay so adventocode.com remember starts december 1st okay so next up we have a pretty big uh, announcement here so the Audis redis cache extension version 2.0.0 is in the middle of dropping right now. Luis has finished it up and he wanted me to get out the news. So we have 11 new features, one improvement, three bug fixes, and there is major enhancement focuses really on PubSub capabilities, Docker support, cluster protocol support for Redis cluster, Sentinel, AWS, and DigitalOcean. And obviously there's a few other things in there as well, but it's a, it's a pretty big update. So right now, if I look on ForgeBots, for those watching, I'm sharing. If you have a look, uh, you'll see under versions, the latest stable release is 1.4 still. This 2.0 snapshot, Luis is in the process of releasing it, so this will become the stable any minute now. Uh, so 
check out that. If you want to click on the package information, you can, and it'll see that uh, you'll see PubSub is now in the list and document storage where they weren't previously there. So uh, it will be available very soon. We're just in the process of updating everything, but it's a pretty big update. So very cool, especially with all those uh, clouds offerings. You know, it's nice to have that built into the, the Redis extension now too. That's awesome. <clears throat> well, in case you missed it, uh, a few weeks ago, the mid-Michigan CFUG meeting, they'd had a session on using AI and machine learning along with ColdFusion to build a smarter call center. Um, that was on November 9th, and the recording is available. If you get a chance, I would definitely recommend checking that out. Some pretty neat things that they're doing. Okay. I see that you're posting links in there, Daniel. I don't think your account is uh, highlighted enough to be able to actually send them for oh. some reason. So I'll have to send the links if you... Uh, so. Sorry about that. I'm sorry. No, we didn't. We didn't test that piece. So, yeah, uh, YouTube blocks links by sent by other people. So I'm gonna have to be uh, sending some of these through. So, sorry about okay. that, everybody. But if yeah, right, stop. Anyway. <laughs> okay. So yeah. So that that did come up on YouTube. I finally saw that uh, pop up. So we added it to the show notes there. But also, in case you missed it, we have uh, the Autos webinar for November. Javi uh, was talking about Forgebox business plan, and that is available up on CFCast now too. So if you guys are wanting to check that out, uh, that's available, and it's available for free up on CFCast.com, and the link is now in the chat. Okay, so next up we have CFCast. So as we mentioned, uh, CFCast has a lot of great free and paid content and some of the new content released this week uh, or the last two weeks, I guess, because it's been a couple weeks. We had the Autos webinar, as we just mentioned, from Javier, talking about Forgebox Pro. But we also had some more of our um, youth trainings from the Universidad Don Bosco. So the, some of our Spanish materials, we have our part two of uh, version control. So uh, if you want to check that out, remember you have to click on the Spanish icon if you only have English um, to be able to see the Spanish videos. So I guess I'll show those real quick for those watching. This does confuse people sometimes. So when you go to browse, you can see all the materials and when they were there. By default, it shows uh, American flag. If I come over here and click this, this other flag, you'll see that we have other uh other languages show up so you can filter that way if you want to leave them both on i believe if you're logged in it will remember what you had uh, if not you can set them in your settings so um, but yeah so just remember if you're looking for spanish content make sure you click the little flag okay so cfcast.com uh, go check that out okay next up we have conferences lots and lots of conferences so First up, it looks like we've got, what, one, two, three this week and one next week. So you want to tell us a little bit about them? Yeah. Uh, the first one coming up this week is AWS reInvent. Um, starting yesterday, actually, on November 29th, December 3rd in Las Vegas. I didn't realize this, but this is actually the 10th year of that conference. Yeah, it's a big um, one. Virtual is, yeah. Uh, virtual is free, which is always awesome. Um, in person, you can go as well. You could probably still get there, and it's Vegas, good time. Um, but yeah, that that's really cool. 
Yeah, I saw a few tweets come across the wire about it, and they're like, you know, lucky you, you can travel still, you know? And I was like, it's virtual and free if you need to, you know, still want to make it. So I don't think people realize that because it is their premium, uh, you know, AWS premium conference. So, <clears throat> But we also have Postgres build this week. So that is actually today and tomorrow. So postgresbuild.com. Uh, and that is... Uh, that is a cool little conference. It's European time. So I always forget if that's, bef you know, if it's tonight or yesterday, you know, <laughs> but I think it actually started already and then they're going to replay content as well. So if you guys are using Postgres, uh, you may want to go check that one out as well. So again, you can subscribe. It's online and free postgresbuild.com. We have yeah, some the next more. One I'm, yep. Sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next one I'm really excited about is into the box latin america 2021 it's starting this week december 2nd the third um into the box latin america is back and better than ever it's a virtual conference with speakers from el salvador and all over the world who present latest web and mobile technologies in latin america now this is another completely free conference and we do have the schedule posted on there so it's uh, very exciting it's awesome that they're able to ah, excuse me awesome that we're doing that this week also, speaking of awesome, is the Adobe Cold Fusion Summit 2021 next week. Um, as Gavin, you kind of already mentioned, December 7th and 8th, it is a virtual conference. The agenda is out. You can go check that out. Two tracks, one all CFML, and the other a mix of CML and semi-related topics. Um, we'll get the links out there, register for free, and read up on the blog about that. So lots of exciting conferences, Cold Fusion conferences going on right now. Yeah, and then um, I just saw a tweet from Mastercard yesterday saying that we're about 10 days away, and they've got over 8,000 registrations already and still going. It's pretty impressive. That's awesome. So usually they, awesome. I think they max it out at about 500 people, usually in person, but I think some of that is actually marketing limiting it. Um, but yeah, so they're hoping to try and get over 9,000 registrations. So um, yeah, go check that out. Uh, I'm sharing the, the links for those to register and also to check out the blog post about it. But uh, pretty neat. I wonder if they'll hit that. And then if you don't want to go to CF Summit for some reason, uh, Nginx also has their Apex Sprint 2.0 event next week as well. So December 7th and 8th. And it's, it is European. Uh, if you go to the website, there's a lot of uh, other languages on there too, but the video is in English, so I'm not sure if they're going to have you know English and different language content or not. But if you go check that out, it is the Nginx Apex Sprint 2.1, um, and that is going to be next week. And I'm sharing the link for those watching or watching live. Yep. And after those two, we've got jconf.dev, which is now a free virtual event. It's starting December 9th, starting at 8.30 a.m. Central Time, 2.30 p.m. UTC, uh, CDT, Chicago Time is what I call Central Time. Apparently, Eric calls it Cornfield Time. So <laughs> either way, uh, it's there. Check it out. Very cool. And then we have another one next year. So we're already listing this one. The reason why uh, is because the call for speakers is open until the, the end of the <clears> year. <throat> so if you want to get in on the Vue.js Nation conference, that's going to be online live, and it's going to be January 26th and 27th of 2022. Can't believe it's 2022 already or almost. 
Uh, yeah, go really. register for free. And if you want to do the call for speakers, it's open till December 31st. So, wow, lots of conferences. Yeah, that's great, though. I mean, everyone's out there and engaged and doing stuff, and that's awesome. Um, and even more conferences. Um, there's a site that has a huge list of conferences for almost any language community, confs.tech, C-O-N-F-S.tech, and we'll get that link there as well. Um, check them out. There's lots yep. of good stuff out there. I'm sharing my screen for those watching. You see in December, there's something almost every day. Um, we have Rust Summit, 6th and 7th. I don't see... I don't see if CF Summit here. They haven't even listed it. Ah, slackers. You got a ping, Mark. Yeah. They're not on the list, Mark. You got to get yourself on the list. Get a few more. Get a few thousand more. Uh, yeah, we'll have to tweet out to him and tell him to, to get on the list. Okay. So next up, we have blogs, tweets, and videos of the week. And we'll start with none other than Ben Nadell. He's got a, a few. So first up, let me share my screen for those watching. And we'll check out the picture. Oh, there's Kev. So this one here, we're referencing string characters using array notation in 2021. So uh, a few years ago, he mentioned that you can treat string characters like that on Lucy, which, uh, yeah, Lucy has been doing this for a long time. But I guess you can do that in ColdFusion now, too. So I know a lot of people use them with index-based access for, you know, just using array notation to get a letter out of something. Um, you know, that's pretty neat. But I guess uh, they've added more support now, things like map and each, and they've got four in loops. So that's uh, kind of cool. I always feel a little dirty when I do this, though. What about you, Daniel? <laughs> Using a string like a list or an array? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it works. And so I don't feel that bad. But yeah, you're right. It, it does feel kind of weird sometimes. Yeah. So a lot of times I'll, I'll change it from a list to an array because even using lists, sometimes I get a little... I'm not confused, but concerned about what it's actually going to do. But I guess it's better that it's treating it more like everything else now. So, you know, yeah, because sometimes you do like a, you know, a member function on something. You're like, wait a minute. Is it doing a member function on a, as a string, as a list? Uh, yeah. But anyway, so it's kind of cool to see that. And uh, yeah, so thanks, Ben, for sharing that. Another Ben blog entry um, talking about standard query iteration values available during the for and loop in ColdFusion. Um, I guess that's something I kind of didn't even think about either, but ColdFusion first introduced the for and loop syntax for query iteration, um, but somehow I missed it as well as Ben, that the underlying query iteration mechanics were still being used, meaning that the current row and default value accessors are still made available on the query object within the for iteration block allowing you to access both the row object and the row index using the for in syntax. So that's pretty cool. It's just stuff like that, you know, things change, you don't even think about it. And all of a sudden it's like, why didn't I know that? Yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, and so this is running and uh, basically he ran it in both too, which is nice because I was going to say, like, I wonder if it behaves exactly the same in both of them or not, because sometimes that's where you might see a difference is how the engines implemented them. But uh yeah, that's good to see. Yeah. Okay, so here's a tweet, and I like this tweet. It's one of those things you we talk about all the time, uh, basically how much we love Fusion Reactor. But this is this is why we love Fusion Reactor, because 10 minutes of Fusion Reactor blows a week's headache away. The registration process takes longer than finding the issue. That's, that's a pretty good selling point right there. So uh, as you mentioned, 
takes longer to register than it does to find the problem <laughs> in Fusion Reactor. So that's pretty cool. So yeah, uh, I think everybody should go so. like and uh, retweet that one because that was pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, Fusion Reactor saved me more than once, so I'm trying to figure out some things. So definitely appreciate that. Um, we had another entry from Ben about caution, the silent value truncation CF query param tag in Lucy CFML. So again, this is for Lucy. Um, you have to be careful when you're using the CF query param, where if you've got a, a value that's too large and you're using the SQL integer data type, um, Lucy will truncate it and not let you know about it. Um, so passing the max sign value to underlying query won't actually work right. To fix it, you just have to use the CF SQL big int data type in your query parameter binding. Um, that is definitely one of those things where you're not going to get an error. You're going to think it works fine. And then all of a sudden, numbers aren't going to match. You're going to wonder why. Um, so definitely something to be aware of um, with big numbers and Lucy and data types. Yeah, and I like the way that Ben has the, the image here. So he took a screenshot showing you... Um, the print int, big int, and then raw value, and shows how they <laughs> they act differently, which is pretty neat. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that he's actually selecting the query params for the select. Interesting, but um, yeah, so it's it's kind of interesting. Now, I actually came across this. Well, not this specifically, but uh, <laughs> I realized how bad MySQL was at uh, truncating data and not telling you about it. So I don't know if there's a setting or something in MySQL, but just recently, um, oh. one of my server companies upgraded from MySQL 5.7, I think, to MariaDB 8, and then everything blew up. So basically everything that was uh, truncating silently before was all of a sudden throwing massive fits. Um, and so I was like, oh, so it wasn't working before and we didn't know about it, which I don't like that situation. So yeah, yeah. so just so you know, uh, always be careful of what you actually put in the database is actually what gets there. And this is another one of those things you don't know until you know. And once you know, you're like, oh, no. Well, sometimes when you started it, it was fine. But then as the applications grow years over years, now you're getting these huge numbers and boom. Yeah. I know, I know a lot of people that were using, um, you know, just ints for their primary keys when they have some crazy logging. You know, a lot of times mm -hmm. that's when it bites you in the butt. Um, I have been by that before, too. <laughs> <laughs> yep i know but not as bad as when i first started working i had to convince my boss that the contractor was not as smart as he should be because they were using a text field for a string uh sorry using a text field for an integer field and so once we got up to like nine 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 and went to a thousand like it actually put it in the wrong order because yeah it basically topped out it was it was using a max to try and increment and it was duplicating keys i'm like yeah you can't um, do that with a string field because strings ordering is very different than number ordering so and then uh another one from ben so he was moving five years of files into a year-based folder system in cold fusion i just like this because it shows how flexible you can be uh you know something as simple as whoops <laughs> i have all my files in the same folder like uh, I should organize these. How can I do it? And so Ben just made up a little, like, you know, simple plan, you know, back up the database, pull any post that had the, the link that with the files might've been in the comment, you know, for each post, go through, find all the sources and hrefs that point to an upload, skip over any path that's already in the year based folder, 
copy it to a year-based folder, update the record for the new path, move the original file to a backup location for manual review and then deletion later. But, I mean, it's real simple. Just a little bit of code and, you know, you could write bash scripts to do this stuff, but with command box, like, you can make your own little scripts that do it in cold fusion. You know, you don't have to worry about all that crazy, how do I do this in bash stuff? Uh, you can just do it there. So, yeah, definitely. And I'm also excited to see, you know, Ben more and more blogging all the cold fusion stuff. And, you know, I remember Ben from way back doing a ton of great cold fusion content. It's just, it's cool. I like Ben. Everyone likes Ben. It's got, it's really fun to see. I appreciate that. Yeah. I know for a while he was uh, too cool in the JavaScript world, but uh, yeah, he's been doing oh. a lot more with us lately. So we really they appreciate it being, that's why we had him as a special Christmas guest one time as well. But he's got his own blo- uh, podcast now. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the working code podcast. If you guys haven't heard it, you want to see more of Ben or hear more about from Ben, uh, that podcast is pretty cool. He's got some, got some other cold fusion, uh, developers on there too you may know of them as well so yeah it's a it's a good podcast so you can check that out on his site and he posts that about once a week and it's pretty consistent with those two and some good episodes too so okay so that's up for our blogs tweets and videos of the week and next up we have find a job so we usually talk about uh, getcfmljobs.com, which is the, the main place that we find all these jobs listings. It's great because it scrapes the sites, uh, all the main job listing sites, and then gives it to you in a nice, easy-to-use format. And we have quite a few postings this week, or two weeks, so we've got about seven, I believe. So you yeah. want to give us a rundown on some of these? Yeah, absolutely. We've got uh, two full-time senior Confusion developer positions. Um, one of them is remote out of Omaha, Nebraska. And the other one is, I presume, on site in Quantico, Virginia. Um, both posted within the last 10 days. There's also another full-time Confusion developer at Chennai, India, um, posted just a few days ago. Yeah, we got a few from over the pond in the UK. So we've got a senior Confusion developer in Reading, United Kingdom. We also have a senior Cold Fusion developer in Manchester, and they're also looking for a senior Cold Fusion developer in London, all in the UK. Yep. Oh, and we got one more uh, full-time Cold Fusion developer at West Mifflin, Pennsylvania. So definitely check that out. Yep. And we have uh, another posting, which wasn't listed there, I don't think, anyway. Um, but we have from Alliant. So I believe they work with senior sales marketing or um, something like that. I always forget the name. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Senior market sales. There we go. <laughs> and so they're looking for a senior cold fusion developer. I believe they were looking for two. Um, so they got some nice positions there. So we'll share the link for that as well for those who are uh, following along on the chat. But yeah, so lots of uh, lots of good go- um, job postings there. So get cfmljobs.com. And then you guys can uh, follow that along. Let's see, they got over 250 jobs this year, I believe, already. So, pretty good. Yeah, it's very encouraging. Yeah, it's, awesome. actually, it's actually kind of funny because people are still leaving Cold Fusion, but people still need Cold Fusion developers. So, there's actually pretty good job security in it right now. So, yeah. as long as your company's not switching. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> okay, Forgebox module of the week. This week, we're going to talk about uh, the Autos Redis cache extension version 2.0. And so that's a, a new, newly updated, about to be released 2.0 version. So you want to tell us a little bit more about that? 
Yeah. So the Ortis Redis extension is a native Lucy extension that allows your CFML server to connect to a Redis server or a Redis cluster. I leverage it for built-in caching, session storage, pub sub messaging, and document storage. Yeah, it has a lot of uh, a lot of cool features built in. Uh, but yeah, the cool thing is, is you know, you can have Redis with Adobe Cold Fusion, but without Lucy, you know, you you had to basically get extensions for a lot of that other stuff. But the cool thing is, is you can register them with all sorts of different type of cache engines, and Redis is just one of the ones we offer. Um, but you got some of the the standard um, CFML functions like get, uh, cache, put, get, etc., um, and then some whole bunch of new stuff as well. As I mentioned with the 2.0 version earlier which is about to be released. You also get all that pub sub um, stuff as well. So if you click on the 2.0 snapshot, you'll see that it has these, this little description has changed a little bit here for those watching. And then you'll see there's a, a lot more information here on the different functions and stuff like that. So Luis has got inspired and tried to give us a little more uh, native touch as well. So you can get more into the, the native functionality that Redis provides and the, the cluster support is pretty awesome. Yeah, that so, is awesome. So, yeah, and just for those who don't know, Redis is open source um, and basically in-memory data structure store. You can use it as database, cache, and message broker. There's all sorts of stuff they're doing with it now. And then, uh, again, you can try it out for free. And one of the big things is the, the Docker cluster support now, too. So go check that out. It's available on forgebox.io, and it has a really ugly slug because the way the Lucy extensions work. <laughs> so sorry about that. <laughs> we had a conversation about how to make the description of the slugs a little prettier. Um, but yeah, Lucy requires the, the slug for their Lucy extensions to be uh, unique. Good. So there we go. Okay. Next up, we have our VS code hint tip and trick of the week. And this one's actually helpful for overloaded file folders because explore exclude allows you to take care of some of those pesky folders. So yeah, this is actually pretty handy. Um, Explore Exclude lets you easily hide files and folders with dynamic filter options. So you can add a new hidden items Explorer pane for you to manage and quickly toggle visibility of hidden items. So if you've got a pretty big app and you're focused on what you need to focus on, this is a nice way to say, hey, just let me look at what I need to, what I care about this moment um, for toggling with everything else. So it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty nice. Yeah, so you can hide files and folders. And as you mentioned, that little pane at the bottom was, was pretty neat. So for you know, basically right under the outline, you can have a hidden items. And some of those things like, yeah, get folders are annoying. SVN folders are annoying. If you got those little .ds stores, if they keep popping up yeah. all the time, like you could just hide them by <clears> default, which is pretty neat. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty cool little, little extension. You know, these little things you may not think about, but once you see them, like, oh my gosh, I need this. So um, pretty cool. And then, yeah, it's pretty easy to, to hide and show them as needed. So um, pretty cool little extension and definitely going to be using that one a lot. So, okay. Okay. So next up we have our Patreon users and obviously um, without them, we wouldn't be able to make this podcast and uh, the the Patreon support goes towards helping us build all these tools with orders like command box, forge box, cold box, test box, and all the other boxes. Um, and so, yeah, without, without the support, we'd really be struggling to do all the things that we want to do for the community. So orders. Thanks you. 
So you can get more information on how to support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash autosolutions. And we got a few yep. perks for you too. Absolutely. We are now offering annual memberships, pay for the year and save 10%, which is great for businesses. Um, the bronze packages and up, you now get a Forgebox Pro and CFCast subscriptions as a perk for the Patreon subscription. All Patreon supporters have a profile badge on the community website, and all Patreon supporters have their own private forum access on the community website. So definitely some really cool features there for uh, or some nice perks for you. Um, if you're not sure about Forgebox Pro, as we mentioned earlier, go check out Javier's webinar just yep. recently put up there, and you'll see how great that is too. Very cool. Okay. Well, since you're the newbie, you get to um, slaughter these guys' names, but uh, wish you the best. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, anyone, um, I apologize in advance in case I mispronounce. It's not intentional, but starting out, we've got John Wilson at Synaptrix, Eric Hoffman, Gary Knight, Mario Rodriguez, Giancarlo Gomez, David Bellinger, Jonathan Parrott, Jeffrey McGee with Sunstar Media, Dean Maunder, Joseph Lamery, Don Bellamy, Jan Yannick, Lakshmi Chertohadi, Carl Von Stetten, Dan Card, Jeremy Adams, Jordan Clark, Matthew Clemente, Daniel Garcia, Scott Steinbeck of Agra Tracking Systems, Ben Nadell, Mingo Hagen, Brett DeLine, Kai Koenig, Charlie Earhart, Jonas Erickson, Jason Dagger, Jeff McLean, Sean Odin, Matthew Darby, Ross Phillips, Edgardo Cabezas, Patrick Flynn, Stephanie Mongi, Kevin Wright, and Stephen Klotz. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. And apparently David Bellinger just said, ouch. Does that mean we uh, messed up your name or are you just playing along oh. with the thing? <laughs> well, good to have you in the chat, David. Uh, we appreciate everyone who's supporting us on on Patreon. And like I said, hard-earned money um, donated towards us is always appreciated. Uh, likewise, with all the... You know, all the support we get from the community with documentation issues and, and everything else too. But uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, yeah. So hopefully I'm everyone sorry. had a good Thanksgiving. Uh, enjoyed the week off if you had a week off or a couple of days. Uh, but we, we definitely are glad to have you back. Remember Latam this week. Into the Box Latam is this week. And then next week, we're all going to be enjoying CF Summit online. So uh, we won't be here at the podcast, but the following week, we'll be back and ready to go. So uh, we'll catch you all on the 14th. But uh, yeah, everybody have a great week. Enjoy all these conferences that are going on. And uh, thanks again, Daniel, for joining me. You enjoyed it? Oh, my pleasure. This is great. Good. I, yeah, good less to have nervous you, now than I was. <laughs> Yeah, like I said, pretty relaxed, but uh, get the news out to the community, and uh, we appreciate your time. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll catch you all in a couple weeks. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Show notes for this episode can be found at cfmlnews.modernizeordie.io, where you can also subscribe to your favorite podcast player like Spotify or iTunes. We also have the link to YouTube to find more videos just like this. The music used in this podcast is under a royalty-free license from Sound.com and Blue Tree Audio.